What's going on guys and gals? This is a Popcorn Heels review of Annihilation. Yeah, yeah. This is Armando and with me as always, Pedro. What's up? Um, guys, we're going to talk about Annihilation today. Annihilation. Extremely weird movie if you saw the previews or uh, trailers about it. Weird as fuck. Weird as fuck, man. Weird as fuck. Um, again... What's typically what we always do? Premise. Okay. Review. I, I I can give a premise about this. Sure. It's just a very quick one. You know what I'm saying? It, it is. It's going to be very quick. Because <laughs> <laughs> anything else, I, I just can't explain. All right. Go, go. Hit, hit us with the premise. Okay. The movie Annihilation by Alex Garland, which is the director of Ex Machina. Excellent. Definitely film. go fucking watch that movie. Excellent film. You so have this to. Is, this is, uh, I guess, his second? Sophomore. Sophomore. Officially sophomore. Apparently, he did Dread. Makes sense. That movie was fucking great. Yeah. Awesome. He wrote it too, right? I think. Yep. He wrote and half directed it. Anyways, back to Annihilation. So, um, essentially, a meteor of some kind lands in a lighthouse, and I forgot which state, and it causes this weird, um, oh, like a dome. Mm-hmm. A dome of weirdness. That it just they keeps don't know. growing and growing. Yeah, it, and and they keep saying it has like a shimmer to it. It's mm-hmm. like opaque. It's kind of see through, but it's like very blurry, so you can't see what's in it. Yeah. So scientists, the government, all goes in and tries to investigate. Uh, every time they bring someone in, no one comes out. Yeah. And it keeps getting bigger and bigger. I want to say like every month, every year. Any, anyway. No, I it, think it's like every every month or so. Yeah. They, they've been there for a while, and like this, this are yeah. These are like the fifth or fourth time we moved, go. and so. It's gradually getting bigger and bigger, and uh, essentially they decide to bring an all-female team in with um, scientists. They all were scientists. It, it, yes. it was it was an all-female scientist team. Yep, you're right. They all had because um, they said that we we always send in soldiers, but we've never sent in people who right know um, about shit. Scientists and medical field. Yeah. Yes, and. Um, and that's the once they get in there, they go through all the weird shit that happens. Yeah, weird shit happens while they're in there. Yeah, that's pretty much the. That's gist essentially of it. the gist of that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you rate it? Um, I really enjoyed it, so I would actually give it an eight. Mm. I would give it an eight, maybe mm. even an eight point five. Honestly, Damn. I really enjoyed. It. I, I'd like to watch it again. It just made me think. I love movies that make me think. Yeah, like, yeah. The whole drive back, I was just quiet, just thinking like, damn, this, hmm. this this thing is like... It made you feel something. It's too fucking big for my head right now. Like, I needed to, like, compose my thoughts about it yeah. and, and, like, run it through. And I'm like, wow, yeah, it's very interesting. Though The way it just makes me think about life now, Yeah, very few movies do that. Yeah. You know, most of it's like, oh, this is fun. But it made me do that. And for that, I give it extra points for that. Yeah. Because it really got me thinking. So I would... You know what? Now that I mentioned that, just because it's got me talking so much, because I love t- telling people what I thought about yeah. it. Yeah. I would give it an eight point five. All right. See, um, just a a a, a quick FYI. I s- fell asleep halfway through the movie. Oh my god! So I missed maybe a good fifteen minutes <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> so um, I saw the beginning. I saw some in the middle. Fell asleep. Woke up on the third act. <laughs> you pulled. You know, you pulled. You pulled in Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> the thing was, I was so. Fucking comfortable, man. <laughs> it just knocked out. Was it regal seats? 
Yeah, dude. Uh, really I was just, I was just so comfortable, like, and I was nice and warm, and yeah. I was just like, and I just dozed off, dude. Like, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't hold it, man. The, the it was so perfect. Regal seats are the best; they go all the way back. Yeah, dude. Not like the Cinemark ones where they kind of half-ass it. Yeah, they, 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 they do kind of just half back, but it feels kind of good though. Like, it, it gives you, an, it goes back and far enough that it gives you this kind of mm. erect laying down type of thing. But cinema, but in Regal, you could literally. Lay down, yeah. Like you fucking full blown lay down. Yeah, I'm on a bed. Which, which sometimes I don't really like going full back, so I kind of move a little bit up, so I kind of like have this recline laying back type you're of thing. Scared you're gonna trip someone behind you? No, I don't give a fuck about it anymore. There's no, there's wall. There's no, you don't. Oh, doesn't really matter. Right, there is the wall. So I, I just don't like have that feeling where I'm like kind of laying down and my neck is like this watching the movie. It was kind of weird that weird neck thing. So I kind of like having like that recline laying back type of thing. And I, I, I don't know. I was, I was cozy, dude. Like I was nice and warm because I was wearing my hoodie and I had my hoodie on. And I just, I just got really okay. toasty and so it drifted. So for what I've seen and for what I remember, <laughs> um, I, 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 I give it a seven. Okay. I, I don't think I missed much, but I kind of missed a lot of uh, the expose when when they were in that world. Uh huh. I, I miss a lot of that ex- expose they did the there. The middle-ish part, yeah. They, yeah. They, they were, when they were figuring. Yeah, when they were figuring, what the fuck did we get ourselves okay, into type okay. of thing. So I give it a seven. Um, it was interesting. It was very cerebral. Like, for sure. Like, you have to kind of, like, look at the themes and, like, yeah, the hints it, and, it, like, it, all this fucking weird shit that was happening. It's one of those movies where you got to go between the lines. It's definitely. If, if you don't think outside the lines, you're not going to understand this movie. Uh, agreed. Um. But when it comes to cerebral science fiction movies, especially in recent time, I would recommend people to watch Arrival more than this movie. Because oh. Arrival, dude, I really okay. fucking enjoyed the shit now, out of that movie. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, Arrival is more user-friendly, I guess, the, the kind I of I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it makes you think a lot, but I, I enjoyed the ride more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, regardless, this movie was good. Mm-hmm. It was good, yeah. you know. Um, do I recommend it to see it in theaters? No. Okay. I mean, clearly you knocked the fuck out. <laughs> no, I mean, not even that. I'm just, I don't think this is the type of movie you were watching in theater. Like, I don't, like a typical movie goer, I want to be like, dude, mm-hmm. you need to go see this shit in the theaters. Nah, like, I actually, like if you're into movies like we are, mm-hmm. like if, if we're deep into movies, yeah. I'm like, yeah, go watch it in theaters. So you could kind of like see it in a bigger format and enjoy that, that atmosphere. I, I actually disagree with you on that one only because there were so many moments in the movie where the moments where you're supposed to feel uncomfortable in the movie they played this bass where we were just it was it was you, you can't get that in the fucking living room no and, and when i felt that shit i was like wow this is making me feel extra uncomfortable mm-hmm. and extra freaked out there were like little moments like the bass would play it was, it was hard to explain it would like shake the seat or whatever and it yeah. was that moments of tension and i'm like yep Oh, yeah. This is fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So the theater just added that extra layer. Yeah, but honestly, like I said, I I think for movie movie media, uh, movie files and whatever, go watch it in theaters. But I mean, a typical audience, like typical movie viewer, I don't think you need to go watch it in theaters. Um, wait for it. Especially because it's so weird and the themes are so weird. I don't, I don't want people to be like, fuck, I wasted my money on this shit. You know, it's funny because when when I was finished watching the movie, I think in, in the theater I was watching there was maybe like, like six six other people in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like six people. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. It was it was there was that wasn't that much people That's not in bad. there. I, I, mine was full, and and everyone in the theater was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> so it was funny because when the movie was over, and it was so 
fucking quiet, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, usually when you get up, there's kind of like this rough, rustle, like ruffle going on. And people kind of like chit-chatting and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Dude, everybody was so fucking quiet. Nobody said a word. That's how you know. Dude, everybody literally just got up and just kind of walked out. Like, there was no discussion. There was no nothing. It was just like this dead silence. And I thought that show was hilarious. I'm not going to lie. I felt the same. I'm like... And- and if and if and if if I and if I wasn't in a rush because I needed to leave, I would have literally been, like, "Yo, what did you guys thought about this movie? Like, like let's let's talk about this shit right now between the six people that were in here, you know? Because it was a small enough crowd that you could have gathered them and have a quick discussion about the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's get into that discussion dude, because I, I I feel like there's a lot of themes and shit that like I, you know I didn't really fully understand because I missed a few shit about the movie. Yeah, yeah. So. Let's get into um. You, wait, wait. Before we go into th- you, you said you would recommend people to watch this movie. Um, <laughs> huh? That's a loaded question. So yes, um, if you're really into if you're really into like weird trippy movies, then yes. But if you're just like the typical, um, you just want to go and just have fun. You know, just watch pop. You know. I, I just want to see a movie and have fun and add some action, some comedy. Then no, this is not the movie for you in any way. For sure, it isn't. Um, but if you want more like the weird trippy shit, like, I don't know. I don't even know what movie I'm trying to fucking explain it I'm, to. I, like, like I was saying earlier, like if you're into movies and this is your shit, yeah. go watch it. Because there's a there's a lot of themes and between the last shit you have to think about. But if you don't mm-hmm. care about that, if you don't want to be thinking too much, you definitely shouldn't watch this movie. Yeah. The movie's essentially like full of metaphors. That's all it is. Yeah. It's one big giant metaphor. Yeah. So if you can't read in between the lines of movies, then I definitely wouldn't recommend it because you'll just be lost. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm kind of lost too, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> At least I get the uh, the purpose. Yeah. Yeah. But um, And we're into movies, so we were kind of in the middle of it all. So let's get into spoilers, guys. Yeah. Because right. the only way we could talk about this movie and describe the themes of this movie and help you understand this movie yeah it's just a fucking talk spoilers because we can't even give you our opinions or thoughts about it without spoiling this, pretty in, this much, movie pretty much um, so if you haven't seen it come back and watch i mean watch it come back and uh, and if you're confused I'll, I'll help you out and i'll, I'll, I'll walk you through this. yeah come back and listen to this breakdown and description of what we thought the metaphors and the themes of this movie were about right our opinion our yes. opinions of course and maybe it could help you fill in those gaps that you're like, what the fuck did I just watch type of thing? Yeah, big time. Um, so again, guys, spoilers ahead. Spoilers. Spoilers. I, I don't know if I mentioned, but there's spoilers ahead. Oh. Spoilers. There's what? Spoilers. Mm, spoilers. Okay. Spoilers. Right. spoilers. 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 So. Um, let's get down to business. So, l- let me help you out. All right. Yes, please. Because. <laughs> I, I don't know where to begin right yeah. now. Yeah. All right. So essentially, I saw the beginning of the movie. I miss I I fell asleep as soon as they got as soon as they to the base when it not, not the school or whatever that place building yeah, was yeah, after yeah. the alligator fight okay they then, went then. to this building I fell asleep as soon as they got to that mm-hmm. building I woke up again when they were fighting the the bear when the bear when they're all tied in the chairs and oh the bear God. comes and that's essentially that from that that's a chunk that I missed which Man. I for, that was pretty exposure heavy. Let me expose they heavy. Yeah, let me tell you that fucking screaming bear. That was dude. That shit was haunting, dude. That was it was haunting. Nightmare fuel, man. It was so scary. That shit was terrifying. So what I understand here, I'm thinking, yo, it was scary, dude. So essentially, what I felt because they, they, they were kind of had a good description about it when the bear was doing his thing. 
So essentially, this bear just captures your last moments. It, it rips out your throat. Uh-huh. That's what it did to her because you didn't catch that part where they found her body. No, I didn't her see that. It was totally like hollowed out. Like it just ripped it out. Oh, my God. And I guess it absorbed her vocal cords. To lure people out there. Exactly. Other people in, in, in the final here. moments, her final screaming when she was dying. So it used that. It would go like, ah, when it opens its mouth, instead of a roar, like a like a, a bear roar, it's it the would voice. just be, help. <clears throat> and then you're like, oh, shit. So when they open the door, this fucking bear comes out and just starts wrecking this chick. Um, Jane the Virgin. Jane the Virgin. <laughs> yeah, she, got old, <laughs> she got destroyed. She got freaking Ray ripped out her bottom jaw again it ripped out the bottom jaw because it's going for the vocal cord yeah it's doing the same thing or trying to do the same thing so yeah that thing was fucking crazy um <laughs> so let me rewind the shit out of this because um so pretty much uh the scientists go in into the shimmer which is the the dome where everything's like fucking weird yeah so when they're in there they pretty much what I took it as, they pretty much start finding out that this alien entity crash lands and starts just turning. Genetically modifying? Yeah. Turning genes, DNA, just everything into a fucking blender. It starts mixing things. Mm. Like combining alligators with other animals. So when you see the alligator, the alligator had an extra row of teeth and all that stuff and was like a different color. So it's just like mixing. You look at the plants. The plants are different. Um, it's pretty much just showing how like life uncontrolled can just go crazy. Like it just grows and grows and grows. And then one of the big themes of the film is actually like tumors. Because when you see... Um, well, essentially that was the beginning of the movie. When she was talking about cancer. Oh, how cancer, right. How cancer was a... A modified gene that just keeps growing and growing and growing right, and growing. Right. It's pretty much, it just won't stop. Yeah. It's modified in the fact that it doesn't know when to stop. So yeah. it keeps going and keeps going. And then you're right. The beginning of the movie shows it splitting. It shows the one cell yeah. split into two, split into four, split into A and so on. And then she says, this is a cancer cell. Yeah. Right. Which looks like any other cell. It just grows. That's just its purpose. Yeah. So the main theme of the movie pretty much is that life on a biological level is hardwired for annihilation for self-destruction not necessarily like suicidal but when everything's going good something happens something you either subconsciously or consciously do to just wreck it for example on the biological level you can be the healthiest fucking person in the world vegan workout everything you can get cancer you can get a tumor you can die why why would your body do that your body's the healthiest thing in the world it just happens or you have a happy marriage, whatever. You end up cheating. Why? Just do it. It's just hardwired. Yeah. Or you have a great life. You slit your wrists. You know, just different things. Which is essentially, every character that went into the shimmer at the end, they're all broken. And they were all broken in those ways. Yeah. Like you said, they all had that version of self-destruction. Natalie Portman's character, she cheated on her husband. Loved him, happy, whatever. But when he went off to do his special forces thing, she cheated. Yeah. Um, the doctor uh, had cancer. Uh, Tessa Thompson's character, she actually slit her wrist. She's, she, she was self-inflicted, huh? yeah, self-harm. Yeah. She, was, it, she was suicidal. I'm kind of blanking out on the other two, but they were all just fucked up in a way. Uh, Jane the Virgin, I think she she did something too. I, th- I think she was just angry as fuck. Yeah, but something happened to her. Something as well too. Yeah. Because she was, uh, I remember she was a paramedic, an ambulance yeah. driver or whatever. 
I think she just saw some weird shit. Like too much death or some shit. Maybe like something along those lines. Yeah. They all had something. And so, then the and then the other girl who got the, the 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 when the bear ripped her throat out, she she had divorce or something like that, or something with the child, something with her daughter. Her daughter died or something like that. Because I remember we I remember mentioning that she was all by herself, right? Yeah. Like she was alone and she didn't care about anything. I think that's what her thing was. That she was just like she was. She lost everybody in her life. Something like that. So she was just like fuck it. Like I'm yeah. just gonna go in there too. Like I have nothing to lose. But that's pretty much yeah, exactly. Everyone that went there had nothing to lose. They all went yeah. there because they were pretty much just dead inside at that point. Yeah. Again, annihilation, self destruction. You know, they're hardwired to just. So they're all in there, and they start seeing, um, life merging different things. Like they saw these vines, that made the shape of humans. Like it was weird. It looked like shrubs, but it was like vines coming out of the ground that shaped themselves like humans. Again, ge- uh, genetics. Oh, and Tessa Thompson's character, she actually says that inside plants, there is the genetic code for the human structure. Why mm. is that there? It's, it just shows that we all came from the same cell at one point. Yeah. So, um, damn, where should I go from here? So, <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, the other weird fucking shit that freaked me out was when they go into uh the school compound where I yeah probably where you just started falling asleep yeah like the last thing i saw was that shit on the fucking wall okay so um yeah you see that body that kind of like looked like it ripped apart and there yeah. was stuff coming out of its guts and there's a skull and all that weird yes. shit so and like angel wings so they find the camera the video camera and yeah. it actually is oscar isaac which is uh natalie portman's character which is the her husband that went into the shimmer before her right because essentially because he found like you were saying that she found yeah. out. He found out he, she was cheating on him. Yeah. She's so like, "Fuck! I have nothing to lose. Yeah. I have nothing to yeah. live for." He found out she was cheating, and that was his form of self destruction. Yeah. Exactly. He went on like, "Fuck it! What else is there to live for?" But he never like, said. He never confronted. He was just like, "I love you." You know that, and he just went on. And like the only person he ever he cared about, um, betrayed him. Right. So he's exactly. like, "Like fuck it! Like I, I yeah. What? 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 what everything else working for. Everything mm-hmm. I was doing." She betrayed me. So, like, right. fuck it. Like, I'm just going to go in here. And that's why she feels so guilty. And this suicidal mission because yeah. he knew he wasn't going to come back. Right. So, she's like, I got to go there and get them because she knew deep down that he found out. All that stuff. So, yeah. So, it seems like pointless drama in the in, for a while in the yeah. beginning. But then in the back of my mind, I'm thinking this has to play in somehow. And it does. It's big time. It, yeah. It's all it plays the same in a lot. Thing. Yeah. Oh, so they, they go into the compound. They pick up a, a video camera that the, the note said for those that follow. So they open it up, and it actually is Oscar Isaac's character, like, cutting open one of his teammates. So everyone's freaking the fuck out, like, oh, shit, what the hell? Because before you hit that, Jane the Virgin says people, before they even go into the shimmer, she said people either go crazy or get killed by something in there. Yeah. So yeah. That, that was another theme that she was playing on. Because mm-hmm. he said they were doing some shit, like, oh, this... They got killed by something. Oh, oh, they went crazy. Yeah. So this is go back to yeah, the yeah. video now. Yeah. So she starts cutting him. Um, Oscar he starts, Isaac starts uh-huh. cutting uh, his teammate open, and he sticks his hand in there and like to grab the intestines, but you see them slithering and moving around to kind of show that yeah they're fucking changing. And yeah. Freaking out. So everyone starts freaking out. Uh, so essentially, Port- Jane the Virgin didn't tell them that that was her husband. Yeah. Kept and, it a secret on purpose. And then Jane the Virgin's like, "Yo, these people went crazy. Yeah, these people went crazy." And they're like, oh, the intestines were moving. Nah, man, that was a trick of the light. Yeah. And then um, then they're like, oh, let, let's stand watch while we sleep here. And that's when the bear comes into play. So um, so before you do that, what was essentially the shit on the wall? 
that was the guy the guy that had the the, the guy that got cut open in the video uh-huh his stomach was slithering and then it slithered into vines roots like a tree and that's what you saw on the side of the wall on that uh in that swimming pool mm-hmm. it was him just starting to grow into the wall and merge so he just became a vine tree and started growing it was just weirdness oh, like shit. he just turned into a whole other form Damn. or a life form because mm-hmm. the moment you step into that shimmer your body starts dep- changing starts changing depending on what i realized depending on how far you accept your fate is when you start changing so like there's a part where uh tessa thompson's character she's perfectly fine and then yeah. suddenly she's kind of like yeah we're here we're changing and she kind of accepts her fate and she sees all these like vines coming out of yeah, her like Ooh. the vines are coming out of where she cut herself mm. all of her scars on her hands that's where the vines started coming out and then she kind of like walks through some bushes and turns a corner and then when Natalie Portman goes to find her that's when you just see all the vine people that I mentioned earlier yeah. so you're like oh shit she turned into one of them yeah there's a which whole was, group of them. which was yeah. nice it was very touching that moment and um so pretty much, all right, let me just go right to the part where it just starts getting, like, extra fucking weird. If it wasn't weird already with that screaming bear. So she finally gets to the lighthouse. Natalie Portman gets to the lighthouse. And uh, the psychiatrist lady, the one that had cancer, she got there first. Yeah. So when she gets there, she sees that she has, like, no eyes. Yeah. Which is all weird. And she starts talking all this gibberish. And she just turns into this, like, weird fucking blob. Yeah. And the blob absorbs... Natalie Portman's blood. Yeah. She had like a cut on her head and yeah. it absorbs it and then it morphs into a copy of her. So what I'm thinking happened there, I mean to my to the best of my my knowledge is um she became what she was. So the psychiatrist chick, she had a tumor in her. She <laughs> had a cancer, tumorous. It was just growing. Essentially it was like life, like never ending. So she kind of became that. She became like this tumorous thing that just blew up into a being so it was almost like she was giving birth so the tumor was like a pregnancy almost of life huh so because it is it it is uncontrolled cells growing right and growing for what and in this one they give it purpose growing into uh, absorbing the blood so it starts copying her and then that's when actually let me backtrack a little bit let me backtrack to the video that she finds before she goes into the lighthouse Yes. She finds a video of Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac talking to someone. Talking someone. very country. Yeah. yeah. It was weird. It was a weird accent. He didn't have the country accent earlier in the movie. Did no, he? he didn't. That was very he weird. He was very normal. Like, very normal. His regular talk mm-hmm. conversation voice. And this one, he had a very country accent. Yeah, I Essentially, he was just like, I don't know who the fuck I am anymore. Right. So if I don't know who the fuck I am, what I want to keep living for. Yeah. I don't know who I am. I don't know who you are. So yeah. I don't know who he's talking to. Yeah. And then he goes, you ever seen a phosphorus grenade go off? Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. And he just fucking blows himself up. Yeah. And he fucking... Oh, no. Before he blows himself up, he said, I promised to take care of her. And I promise. And it's Oscar Isaac's voice. Oh, shit. And he blows up. And then you see there's another... Yeah, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac comes around. But with his hair slicked back. Yeah. Which is exactly the one that she sees before she goes on the mission. So you're like, oh shit. That wasn't the real... That wasn't her real husband. That was a copy. And the one that went home to her was, was the copy. Was the copy. Yeah. So, anyways. Reason why he didn't remember shit. Right, yeah. Because she's like, what happened to you? I don't know. I was like outside and then I went in. How'd you get here? I don't know. I don't know. I yeah. just know I love you. I just know I love you a lot. You know, like... He pretty much could think of all the feelings like he really cared about her, but he was just confused. Yeah. 
So now going back to this copy now that's copying Natalie Portman. So she's walking and it's copying her and it's getting all her movements. It's mimicking her her movements. Yeah, all of her movements. So Natalie Portman freaks the fuck out, starts shooting at it and goes to punch it. And it like knocks her out back. Yeah. She goes for the door and it starts pressing against her with the door. Yeah. That part was super uncomfortable. Yeah, it was highly uncomfortable, which I thought you, the being, was trying to kill her. Was trying to suffocate, right? Yeah, suffocate her. But really, it was just mimicking her movements. She slammed into the door, so it slammed into the door. She just happened to be in the middle. Yeah. She was getting sandwiched. So, okay, this is where I'm starting to, like, try and figure out what happened exactly. I think that when that happened, it absorbed her, like, negativity because her self-destruction, her her wanting to die— because right after that, that's when she gives it the flare, the phosphorus grenade. and it. But isn't there something that happens before that? Because after she slams into it, she yeah, kind of falls to the ground and he, it falls to the ground. Right. And they just wake up again. They're staring at each other. Yeah, you're right. They are. And they kind of do some mimicky movement. Yeah, mimicky movement. And, then she and they, grabs, touch, they, touch, they touch each other, I think no, it was. No, she grabs a grenade and then gives it to it. And then it starts holding it and burning up. And then it starts walking around, and with the other hand, the hand that's not holding the grenade, it starts touching everything. Yeah. And everything's burning as it goes, so it's destroying everything. Yeah. So this is what I took out of that. I felt that when it pressed against her, against the wall, it, like, absorbed her negativity, her, her self-destruction. So her, her thought of self-destruction went into, into the being, into the copy, so she doesn't have it anymore. So and that's why it started killing itself because it took the it took the human flaw out of her, which according to the movie the human flaw is that we always want to self destruct, we always want to annihilate. So, <clears throat> um, it essentially created the perfect being. I felt like the 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 purpose of that alien was that it was it landed on Earth. Well, whether it was a conscious purpose or not or i don't think it was conscious i no. think it was just a mistake yeah because essentially that's how that's how life was created it yeah was just, life is it a was mistake. just a blender of life until something worked something stuck so i think that's what happened here it just kept creating random shit fucking alligator screaming bear vine ladies all weird shit until it merged with natalie portman and said damn we just created the perfect being it's a human without flaws without the human need to kill yourself so then it goes, my job here is done. And the it hum- starts lighting everything up. The human need of annihilation. Annihilation. Well, the thing is, I think before, I mean, when we were talking about this before, you, you kind of said that the being took away her self-destruct. Right. And in, and in that moment, it, 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 it took her wanted, guilt, it her took guilt, her guilt self-destruct. So it was essentially, it was like, I just want to self-destruct all this shit. Right. Exactly. So he just wanted to destroy, I mean, the being wanted to destroy the entire thing they created. Yeah. And Natalie Portman was safe because she doesn't have that anymore. Right. But she had something in the shimmer, though. Because at the end, when she reunites with Oscar Isaac's character, is perfectly fine now. She's like, you're not him. And he's like, nope. And then... Neither you neither you are. Yeah, neither ne- are you or something, neither something are like that. You, yeah. And then she kind of looks into the camera and you see her eyes shimmer. Yeah. She clearly wasn't the copy. We saw what happened. She was not the copy. But... She has something of the shimmer in her, and that's why I think that she got part of it. So I think both of them are the perfect human beings. They don't have that self-destruction, annihilation in them. So I, so it created superhuman perfect babies. From now on, they will. So their line, 
their genetic line will be the perfect humans. And I think that's was subconsciously that creature's purpose. So that, that creature pretty much just took all the, all the flaws. All the flaws out and created. So who knows? I mean, maybe they don't get sick. Maybe nothing like that. But I know for damn sure they don't have that annihilation gene. So we'll, it, we'll just call it the annihilation gene. It, it's curious you mentioned that because earlier in the movie... Natalie Portman's in the bed with uh, Oscar Isaac, mm-hmm. and she was talking to him. It's like you know, aging is a flaw in the gene that causes us to age. And she was like, "What if we could stop that? What if? Good point. What if uh, I could be who I am right now forever?" Right. Uh-huh. And he was just like, and he started talking to her about that. So essentially, that's what happens to them. Uh, yeah, especially they, they won't age anymore. For sure, they won't age. Uh, they won't want to self-destruct, and I'm guessing they won't even get sick or anything. I feel like they are the the. It's the prelude to the perfect beings, and that's what all that was for. It was just, you know, like that that Edison analogy where it's like you gotta you gotta go through a thousand bad bulbs. You gotta you fail right a thousand one. times. Before so I feel like fail. that whole thing, all those teams going in and dying, killing themselves, vying people, all that crazy shit was just fuck up after fuck up until the perfect thing got created which essentially is how life got created it was just the wrong thing the wrong thing the wrong thing until the right cell that was able to multiply so that pretty much is the whole theme of the movie it's just that and and who were those or what were those bones before she went into the lighthouse i don't know i took that as maybe oscar isaac buried his teammates Maybe. Do you think Isaac carried all his teammates through all that shit? Maybe just and their bones. Layered in there. Maybe their bones in a bag. <laughs> I don't know. And I, I'm not exactly sure what that meant, but maybe um, I don't know. Maybe it was kind of just showing that that's the place where things die. Things go to die, and but it, that that area wasn't really death though. It was well, the it, genesis of it all. Yeah. But if and it looked at, very different. But if you look at it, it was all sand. The trees were like... Icicles. Kind of, yes. I was, I was going to say dead, but you're right. They were like ice. They were beautiful, but it didn't look like there was life there. Hmm. So it looked like all the life just got pushed more towards the outskirts, which is the jungle area. Hmm. But life uh, finds, finds a way. way. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of themes in that movie. Yeah, but... Um, so some of the smaller things that I noticed, um, the, the, the symbolism-wise of the movie. So um, when she fights the crocodile, Natalie Portman fights the crocodile in the beginning. She starts scratching her left arm. Yeah, that's curious. She had a fucking tattoo. Where did that shit come yeah, from? Yeah, so she clearly didn't have a tattoo when she was scratching. And yeah. suddenly at the end of the movie when she's getting grilled, you see – not literally grilled when she's getting interrogated. <laughs> you see that she has a tattoo, and it's a tattoo of the Ouroboros or the infinity symbol. Now, there was an infinity symbol from the teammate that got her throat ripped out. Yeah. She had something similar. Do you think there was a merger between them yeah, or something like that? Yeah, a merge going on, maybe. But I know, symbolically speaking, the infinity symbol just kind of showed that she died and got reborn as something new. Because that is what infinity is. And it just goes on forever. And the Ouroboros is it eats itself and reproduces over and over. So really, that tattoo just kind of meant that she's not who she was when she walked in. She's a totally different person at this point. Yeah, because it started happening to her right after the alligator yeah. fight. When they were in the boats, they were just conversating. Mm-hmm. That's when she was like, like yeah. something happened to her. So it her. really just, I just took the tattoo as a way of just showing that, yeah, that's she is a new and improved version of herself now. 
hmm. which that was pretty cool. But that, that's why I would love to watch it again and see what I can catch, what I missed. But from what I can catch, that's essentially the purpose of the movie is to show that we all have something stuck inside yeah, of ourselves. Life is crazy. Uh, it's violent. It's beautiful. Um, you see gorgeous things. Things will try to kill you. Just every. It's just. It's there's there's all kinds of craziness in it, and you saw it all happen in there because that was like a, a a testing tube of life. Uh, life also, you know, keeps growing. Uh, the the on the wall they actually showed like tumorous things, like the. Um, and she even said it. She goes, "Oh my god, these look like tumors, but they're growing out of the wall." Like doesn't. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah it was just that was all over. It was just what happens if an overabundance of life just kept creating, creating, creating until it got something right. That's essentially what That's happened. Essentially, what the movie was. Yeah, it was like a, an experiment. In the shimmer, everything was just creating, 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 creating. Yeah. So yeah, it, it just. It was it was interesting, huh. and it, that's what I took out of it. Of course, I'm sure people look at it and think differently, but but that's I what mean, I got out of it, and that's the stuff that I got to back it up. I mean, I I feel like there's a best explanation I have of that fucking movie <laughs> because those themes do match throughout the entire movie, mm-hmm. and 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 the reason why I remember the Natalie Portman one is because it stuck with me for like it really stuck with me. Like, what if we could stay young forever? Mm-hmm. You know, the, it's just a genetic yeah. mutation that's happening to us. Mm-hmm. A gene gone bad that's yeah. aging us. It, it, it makes you think about life in a different way. It's like, wow, we're really just like strands of code. And if you could just change one thing of code, it'll change completely. It changes everything. We might never stop growing and just die. or maybe, It's just the right amount of codes to create us. It's the perfect amount. Yeah. Because if anything strays, anything changes, it, we become unstable and we'll... Like you what, saw, the guy's guts just block, yeah, Which happens to every fucking body in that, in that in, team. In that movie. It in was all just, those teams, yeah. They got one, there was one thing wrong in the creation and then just bam. And then just the right combo is what those two were. At least what I think those two were. But was as Oscar Isaac actually the perfect one? Because I, I think he just was able to survive and make it to the end. Maybe, but he did get a copy created of him. So he was, so he was the strongest one to survive yeah. then. So maybe, well, no, the opposite. Natalie Portman, I believe that the reason why Natalie Portman shrugged off her negativity to the copy is because she was the stronger one. She wanted to live no matter oh, what. Yeah, she that's was constantly right. fighting. That was what all the girls would say, like, you're constantly fighting. Oscar Isaac, on the other hand, didn't. He just gave up. So that's why he kept the annihilation part of it. And then the copy kept the the optimism, the, the the perfect part of it. But he made it to the end, though. That's what he it. did make it to the end. But probably when he saw his copy, that's what made him go, "Wow, maybe you'll do a better job than me because I'm just not mentally like yeah. I, I I can't go on." Yeah, he was fucked. His his self destruct his annihilation gene took the better of him. Meanwhile, Natalie Portman's was like bouncing mm. it back at whatever she was fighting. Yeah, she's like, "Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna go down like yeah, this. Yeah, I'm not gonna go down like this. Fuck you." And then it was like, "Wow, why am I so angry?" Everything's chill. Yeah. Zen. <laughs> that, yeah, she was very zen when she was yeah. being integrated by Bendik yeah, and Wong. Exactly. She's getting. She's telling the whole story, and she was super chill. It was very like she didn't feel the anger flashes. Nothing, because throughout the movie, you see she got she got fucking angry yeah. plenty of times, and then she was relaxed. So that's it. She's the perfect being. They're both the perfect beings. Shit, dude. And then their kids, their line is gonna be the perfect. And then, and they don't look different. It just has like a slight shimmer in the eye, maybe, or maybe that was just the the movie's way of showing us that it's new. Yeah. So yeah, that's Fuck. what I took it as. Perfect beings. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> weird ass movie, man. Super weird, but and, and that's again 
probably the fucking best explanation I could mm-hmm. get from that. Because all everything you mentioned right now is themes that are running throughout the movie, mm-hmm. and if you pay attention from well enough, to end. yeah, if you pay attention well enough, you see all that shit and happening. All the conversations made sense. There were little things that they would like talk about, and you think, oh no, this is like when Tarantino just throws random no. combos. No, it all tied in. Everything tied in. Everything was an explanation of what's mm-hmm. gonna happen or what had so happened. Th- that's why I like. I, I really, really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, big time. It, yeah. it got me thinking. It all made sense. Yeah. In a way, <laughs> in a way. At some point, maybe, maybe not. Probably not. I'm gonna watch this movie again. <laughs> I'm sure years down the line it'll be on TV. You go, hey, from the beginning. Uh, I'll probably show it to somebody or something, and maybe I watch it again that way. Okay, uh, yeah, that, that works. Maybe I mean, not by yourself. Technically speaking, dude, that's the only way I'll ever watch something again like this is if I'm showing it to somebody. Because I don't think I'll fucking just be like, oh, you know what? I feel like watching Annihilation again and being confused You'd one be more confused time. Confused as fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Going to sleep with this confusion face yeah, yeah, and yeah. shit. Um, but yeah. Um, so hopefully, guys, <laughs> the ones who stuck around and have seen the movie and came back and heard this podcast, hopefully this helps a, a little bit alleviate that confusion you had when you got the fuck out of that theater or that home video you just watched. Hopefully, maybe now you understand the movie a little bit more. I think I do. Thank you, Pedro. <laughs> no problem. You're a man, good no guy, problem. man. You're a good guy. I try my best. <laughs> well, let us know what you thought this movie was about. Or if you have any guesses, or if you agree with us, disagree with us. This movie is open to interpretation, open for discussion. For sure. So let us know what you guys think. And if you want to try to get a hold of us, we're on Facebook, Instagram. And if you don't have any of that shit, we're at popcornheroes.gmail.com. Give us a long form essay. We'll read it in the next podcast. Let, let the audience know what you thought about this movie. All right. Till next time. Bye-bye.